0: Are we here? I don't know. I can't see the screen.
1: Uh, oh, no, I can too. Let
0: me get right. Hmm. <laughs> that was super smooth. Uh, Asher give I don't know, give me a thumbs up if we're on we're air. there. We're there. <laughs> we're there. We are. I huh? see all of us. Okay, wow. that's terrific. Wow. First time. For some reason, my Skype doesn't show me the view of the viewer. Uh, so okay, I'm never know, gonna know if we're on air. Let's yeah, keep going. All right, hey, welcome to old school, everybody. With the just the best intro you can imagine. There, smooth. There's the other <laughs> side of the pillow. Who used to say that? Was it uh, Oberman or was well, it? Uh,
2: no,
1: no one Oberman. said that because you got the quote wrong. But uh, That is it's, also true. <laughs> it was uh, the late great. That's the oh, hit. Say it. Stuart Scott. Yes. Uh, yes. All right. Yes. Stuart yeah. Scott. And it's, it's cool as the other side of the pillow.
0: <clears throat> oh, yeah. that's what it is. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes, that's also yes. what I'm not. Okay. <laughs> so we've did deduce all the things I'm not. All right. Jake Huger, uh, Rick Strom, Jared Jackson. Jared, of course, hosts of watch This. Rick, of course, hosts TYT Sports. Uh, by the way, quick plug for you guys. Um, we're gonna get to the uh speaking of sports, the best bet ever made that's happening on this show. Um and uh, a, tra- a tragedy on a plane that I experienced, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and another tragic miscommunication at a bagel shop. These are amazing stories that are coming up in this exciting version of old school. But speaking of exciting, I don't know if this I was supposed to do this last week as part of John's uh, absurd 11th anniversary celebrations at TYT Network, but it turns out there's 11% off of all TDR merch at shoptyt.com. So if you go to shop uh, is there a code? Yeah, Dragon11, as in John Idol's 11th anniversary of the TYT network. So, uh, and so, so Dragon11, you use that code and you get all 11% off on anything related to damage report, Dragon Squad, etc. And a new cute little uh, design has been dropped. So I'll have my 18th damage report shirt going forward. <laughs> but since I can't see the screen, uh, I don't know if it's on, if, you, if it is on. It was on. there, it's just okay, been taken down. It was down. definitely there. Okay, great. We're doing great. Then you saw how, our, how good it was. Yeah, all right, um, so uh, what should we start with? Um,
1: well, as you ahead. said, As you said, uh, uh, Rick Strom of uh, TYT Sports, number one. And number two, apparently the best uh, bet of all time. I'm still on pins and needles as who made this bet because anybody in this uh, particular trio couldn't have been the one. And also, I'm still a little bit jazzed about uh, NFL playoffs yesterday championship weekend. I took a bit of a hiatus from the NFL. But unlike uh, most folks who talk about everything through uh, politics and and, uh, social economic issues throughout our country, I didn't announce it to everyone because uh, as everyone should know, boycotts don't work.
0: Sorry, oh, saying. you boycotted this weekend's <laughs> games?
1: No, no. I haven't watched NFL for like a couple of years. I think the first time I started watching it was last year when the Rams won because they looked so good. I think they just they drew me in. Uh, but I wasn't watching for like two years. Maybe three. Wow.
0: That yeah. is a bit shocking.
1: All yeah. right. Well, I
0: will uh, I will add to the shock by saying um the person who made the best bet ever is on air now. <laughs> okay. No, uh but as you're going to see, it depends on what you mean by best bet. Um, so, uh, and now I do see the screen. So, this is going to make this show a lot this easier. Is gonna be okay, great, God though. bless. Um, all right. So, you know what? Uh, in honor of uh, Rick and, and TYT Sports, let's start with a little bit of sports. Uh, uh, now, actually, I instantly changed my mind. <laughs> let's get back to the best bet in a second. Let me go to the tragedy on the plane first. Okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, I'm on the plane uh, and. Uh, there, when I'm on a plane, I don't know if you guys do this or to what degree you do this. But I cannot help but have my eye wander to other people's screens. So is they're watching a movie if you're sitting anywhere near me, I'm watching a third of that movie with you, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that it's annoying. And if you've ever sat close to me on a plane <laughs> and you saw me sneaking over a peek at your movie, I'm sorry, I, I can't help it. I can't control myself, okay? So there's a kid, uh, I'm in the aisle seat, there's a kid in the middle seat. um, Watching, watching a movie uh, in front of me, okay? So I I noticed that he likes animal movies, movies about dogs, real life cartoons, whatever, the talking dogs, the talking cats, etc. And uh, the kids, uh, he's disabled in some way, but I don't know which way, okay? So. And I can't tell if his parents were sitting next to him. It was kind of, the whole thing was befuddling. Anyway, he gets wrapped up in this movie where there appears to be talking dogs nonstop, right? And near the end of the movie, one of the star dogs of the movie dies, and the the kid's <laughs> the the kid in the movie's devastated. He's holding the dead dog. Jesus. Okay. And this is what I told you it was a tragedy. Then. Uh, and then he uh, when the when the ki- okay <laughs> yeah nobody died. <does. laughs> okay now we get detracts the kid the the dog dies the kids crying like crazy not not the kid in real life but the kid in the movie okay <laughs> and the kid in real life he stops the movie and you I can't see his face because he's sitting in a seat in front of me but. He, I don't know, I'm making up that I thought, I think that he was shaken by it, okay? Mm -hmm. But at that point, you you know these schmaltzy movies with talking dogs aren't going to end on that tragedy, right? Mm -hmm. He clicks away from the movie, and I'm like, (laughs) no, no, he's gonna think that the dog died. The dog didn't die. The dog never dies. It's gonna come back to life. You gotta go back to the movie. Okay, and I am like, now I'm in a conundrum. I'm gonna have to sit there for like three, four hours before the plane lands. Do I tell the parents? But I don't even know if they're the parents. Mm-hmm. But somehow that kid's gotta know that movie continues to <laughs> have He never went back to the movie and it's driven me crazy ever since.
1: Because you wanted to see what happened. That sounds like. That's exactly right. <laughs>
0: yep. No, I know what happened. There's no way the dog dies. There's a zero percent chance that movie ends sadly. Do you know Similarly, the name of the Jake, movie?
1: Yeah, that's so I was wondering too. Yeah. What's
0: the name what's of the movie? That? What's the name of the movie, Yuger? Uh, I I didn't see the beginning, so I have no
2: idea. Okay, so you don't know. <laughs> you don't actually know the conclusion. Oh, all percent. that we've learned throughout this entire story. By the way, <laughs> thank you for filibustering. I didn't have dinner. I was eating that whole time. If you want to <laughs> do it over, you go ahead. What I will say is. All you've done is make what seems like thousands of assumptions throughout Mm -hmm. this entire plane ride, you're talking like it's sort of like when someone has to go to the post office and you just start forming stories of people's entire livelihoods in your head to pass the time on whether you love them or hate them. Like I that's all, that. That's, I, I that's all that I heard from Uyghur is like, I'm, I'm looking at other people's screens, I'm making judgments because of who they are. And then I have to find his words, a non creepy way to go up to, let's just call it a 10 year old and say, hey, you know that movie you were watching? I wasn't watching it, but I think you should continue it. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, there's no, there's no like right, right way to approach that conversation. Yeah, you could probably thought Jackson, honestly, he probably thought about that for at least 45 minutes on how to get the kid to resume the movie, so, or at least peeking to make sure he did. So almost everything you've
0: said is obviously <laughs> true. Okay, so and I don't deny it. And do I hmm. make Judgments on of people on planes. Yes, you know why? Because I'm an American. Okay, that is an American pastime. If you're pretending that you're not making judgments of other people on planes, you're lying.
2: So let's just move on. Okay? I never said I wasn't. I just don't know if I'm gonna, you know, go up to a kid and say, "Hey, by the way, Scooby-Doo, he lives." <laughs> yeah. No, but that's my point. I I couldn't do it either.
0: And I'm sure that it was the correct decision not to tell him and not to get involved in the kid's life. And I don't know how old he was 13 40 I don't know, right? Uh, but at the same time, and like, yeah, like, okay, here I'll give you another example. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting on a plane uh, and, uh, and there's a guy with massive face tattoos. He's white um, or he was white until he got <laughs> every part of his face covered. Uh, And the whole time he's looking like this, but as I'm passing by, I sense an extra crease of his eyebrows of like from this to this. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I thought that's it, right winger hates me.
1: (laughs) Was his head shaved and did he have any uh, insignias on him? Yeah. Part of those tattoos on his face?
0: Yeah, I think his head was shaved. and. I did try not to look too close to his face uh, to see if I could pick out uh, you know, disastrous insignias. He was already looking too, too hard at my face. <laughs> uh, but, and that goes to an interesting point too, which is that in the old days, um, especially when we were just on YouTube, our, uh, a lot of our audience was young white guys. Mm. And so if I saw a young white guy, I would think that's a guy who's much more likely to recognize Okay, and it, and it would and it would work out that way a lot, right? Now, um, like young white guys, honestly, are still a huge part of our uh, base, right? But also consists of the one demographic that is most likely to yell at me in public. Yep. Um, so, but whereas black folks, oh, we love each other. Okay, <laughs> so-
1: Beautiful people.
0: JR, I'm curious what your reaction is. Rick, I'm curious what your reaction to, and I'm gonna come back to the kid in a sec.
1: But I say the kid, I've got questions and answers. But um, we're talking about our, our tattooed gentleman friend.
0: Well, no, so I'm curious how much you guys have had interactions with folks who recognize you and what demographics give you the most love. For me, it's it's black folks by a lot.
1: 95% black folks. And older Black folks, I'd say mm-hmm. my age and older. Uh, a few younger, but then also the other five to seven percent, I'd say ninety-three to ninety-five percent. But that last, um, yeah, back to the younger white folks, yeah, yeah. But it's it's above it's head and shoulders Black folks, and it's always like, and they'll talk, and you know what, they they like know the best way to bring up how, like, I was walking into a grocery store, and this guy was coming out. I'd say sixty-year-old Black man, and he went. He said, you're the guy from that thing. I love what you do. Just moved on. And I was like, you're right. (laughs) You know, it's just, it's the, it's the, it's, it's the most clean. We get it. I feel you. Or just a nod of like, hey, I watch every day, keep moving. And I was like, that's right. Yeah, it's it's always fun. It's always, it's, I love the interactions. I love that, that folks aren't afraid of saying it. And I've had people reach out, find me on like Instagram, Twitter or something. Go, I saw you in the Target the other day and I was afraid to say hi. I was like, no, no, say hi because I'm um, uh, I don't know if you guys realize this uh, but uh, that kind of makes my day. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Of course. So, so I, does. Had this, I had this I uh, this middle-aged uh, African-American woman uh, hug me and start crying as I was walking into a Chili's. Okay? So she I'm mm-hmm. warning this, wow. this did not happen. Oh, are you kidding me? First of all, that definitely happened and <laughs> that type of thing happened <laughs> very regularly. <laughs> Where was the Chili's? Up in Palmdale. This was back all the way in 2020 when I was. Okay, drunk. all right. All yeah, right. no, no, that's mm-hmm. just a particular example. But oh, I it just uh, a week ago, uh, uh, African American grandmother just comes up to me and says, "Can I give you a hug?" And uh, when I was in Atlanta, uh, African American mom with her son, hey, I remember watching when you guys were in the crappy studio. And I thought <laughs> these guys are really good, like CNN level good. And I was like, okay. But anyway, he's like, she's like, why are they in such a crappy studio when they're this good? And I'm like, oh, okay, so you are old school viewer. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, I like. It. Okay, you've been around a while. That's awesome. Uh, but anyway, the w- woman bursts into tears, hugs me. Meanwhile, <laughs> what I'm noticing is that her husband definitely does not watch T Y T, because mm-hmm. he's like. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: he's like, what is going on here? Isn't then- that the embarrassing part though? So the fact that that happened, like if there's a thing, when someone exclaims a little too much in a say a closed space, like say an airplane as you're boarding, it happened once too. They're like, oh, Jared nah, nah. and I'm like, mm. and everyone else, I know this one person out of the 100 that are standing here is the only person who recognizes who I am, which is great. And then everyone else is like, the looks on, on most folks faces if they see that happen, cuz again we're in LA. <clears throat> so it's very easy for you to maybe see someone and then I've been there where I'm like, I see someone like exclaiming and talking and rushing and I'm like, who's that? Cuz I don't really, really, really recognize anyone. But um, the looks on faces is a mix. Some are like, damn, I should know who that is, I'm so embarrassed. other half are like, that's nobody, <laughs> what, is that, what is that person <laughs> losing their mind over? Get out of here. And I, I enjoy both of those reactions because that's the first thing. It's a little embarrassing because you're like standing, like, uh, what do I do now? Um, thanks, and then you kind of sculpt back into a corner. At least that's a lot of times my reaction.
0: That's your reaction. My reaction is when it's like someone goes, "Hey, Jake," and then maybe one or two other people are like, "Hey, Jake," right? I'm like, "God right! What's
1: <laughs> up, bro?" Yeah, if it's <laughs> if it's solo, exactly my response. But there's too many people. I'm like, uh, what am I supposed to do now? I, I,
0: so, Rick, uh, what
2: demographic uh, says hi to you the most uh, that recognizes you? Zero white people. Like mm, zero. That's um, I was at a music festival in 2021 in Napa, and it was, I'd say, 30 plus demographic. And there's an incredible hip hop group, old school called uh diggable planets. They are fantastic. And everybody was seeing like the main headliners and I was like no nah, I'm going there. So me and the rest of our crew we went there and you know this this is not a huge thing like my wife wanted to smoke a joint I wanted to smoke a joint we lost our lighter which is custom. Jesus. And I like see a guy who's like lighting a joint. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna go ask that guy, and I have the joint, and I go over there. I'm like, hey man, can I use that when you're done? And he's like, <laughs> wait a minute, <laughs> are you that dude from the Turks? And I was like, oh yeah, yep. I am. And he's like, oh man. And then we talked for like, you know, another ten minutes, which absolutely. Screwed up the rotation. Because oh. you're you're holding, you know, a well-wound piece of machinery in your hand. Everybody's waiting for you. And I'm in deep conversation with a man I just met at a music festival.
1: Oh, well, this turned into your fault, Strom. You're supposed to pass while you chat.
2: Yeah. So here's what happened. They came back up to me to come get it, which by the way, they should in that situation. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know, it, it was all great, but um, I'd say that guy was probably late 30s. you know, you know that's interesting because look at what we
0: just talked about here. Um, I just realized in the middle of the conversation, so obviously we're not doing a quote unquote black network, right? Um, but just because we're fair to black folks, it's such a difference that like it, it inspires love. Like, yep. oh my God, they're being fair to us, and that is so damning for the rest of the media.
1: Anytime anything is gone, like Anna's rant went viral, things that you've said I see pop up on, uh, whose page was it? It was this black actress's page, and I can't remember because I saw for a quick second, uh, middle of last year, something like that. And it's like, speak it, that's what I'm talking about, right? And it's always because it's something that no one else will say but is the most Obvious thing ever, but for some reason, outlets right. are afraid to say it. Other pundits are afraid to say it. Other people on in any kind of entertainment levels are afraid to say it because they're worried about being ousted, losing whatever kind, or getting I don't know, just getting into the argument. Or maybe they just didn't even think about it, and they're like, "Well, this is just normalcy. We're supposed to m- mistreat certain folks." But you'll see a lot of folks who are disenfranchised, maybe it be uh, LGBTQ, maybe be a, a, a um, uh, you know a um, I mean, I did a story the other day about about people having issues with wheelchair access in, in airports and stuff like that. I had never thought of this problem. But then folks that maybe have been overlooked and not really talked about much or paid attention to are like, you guys say things that no one else says about how I'm affected by our society. And they just feel right. like, I need to acknowledge the fact that I heard it and I haven't been able to you know, forget that. So yeah, you'll catch black folks doing it because black folks get a lot of times the short end of the stick. But one of the few times that I had, I had no lie, it was a 45 minute argument in the middle of the grocery store. But wow. that's a 27 year old black guy. And uh, I was wearing a Bernie Medicare for all t-shirt. And he says, I forget how he starts but he's basically like, well, why is that? And I always forget what shirt I'm wearing. Some people just see a shirt and go, "Oh yeah, and they say something. I was like, what am I wearing? I don't know what. Um, and I had to look at my shirt to figure what he's asking me these questions for as if he knows me. I mean, even, anyways, that's just a small pet peeve. Don't start and talk to me and argue with me and act like you know me. Anyway, so what happened? Um, so he he's asking me why it's such a uh, why I feel this way is kind of his beginning to the conversation, and I was like, well, you know, access to healthcare is kind of like quality of life situations, and it's also he's one of the few candidates that actually uh, was advocating that forcefully and always to the end, like he meant it. I said that's why it's a Bernie Sanders uh, Medicare for All shirt. And he goes, well, uh, what if I don't want? It, it? Basically, the whole argument was, what if I don't want to pay for that? And my mm-hmm. rebuttal was, what if I don't want to pay for your wars? What if I want to pay for the bailouts of these companies? What if I want to pay for uh, uh, for the next criminal to get off and then get get freed? This is during Donald Trump's administration. All the stuff that I don't want to see happening with my money. I said, why is it that your opinion about what I think we should do to help everyone is more important than I don't wanna see wars. I said, are you gonna let me get my money back? And it was the longest back and forth. And I was like, I have to go. I, th- I think I said that 10 minutes into the 45 minutes of conversation. Then I said it seven more times throughout every time I told him my point, which was nuanced and all these different points and things going across. But he was just, he couldn't, he couldn't grasp the idea that something he wants, which is more wars, I guess, something that I shouldn't have to pay for, but something that would actually help everyone. And and fulfill our whole, this is the best country in the history of the world mantra, that he should probably pay for that because it benefits him too. He just couldn't get it and he was just really like, I don't know man, he was very indignant. He was like, no, no, it's what I'm saying is totally right. Even though everything I've said makes absolutely no sense.
2: Okay. It was one of the
1: most frustrating conversations I've been ever, And that was one of those times when people passed by us seven times. and were like, these guys are still talking. Who is this guy then that he keeps talking to for this long? Because uh, this motorcycle, he was right, he had motorcycle stuff on. He was absolutely getting um, dragged all over in that
2: conversation. <laughs> Just saying. So but, he, uh, So he was a fan of yours? No. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no, that that I'm better at. I, I now
0: I walk away much quicker. Like that's the only time it's ever happened to me. Yeah. So like when it's a debate, hey, I don't think that people should get health care. Oh, okay, I do. Um, well, you're wrong. God bless, brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you you keep that opinion. I'm gonna keep my opinion, and we're we're all gonna be good. So have a great day. Okay. And then they'll want to sometimes like follow around a little et cetera. Like, anyway, it is what it is. Uh, here, I want to read you a couple of quick things. The progressive <clears throat> carpenter wrote in, Jank, the face tattoo guy was just super intimidated by your massive triceps.
2: That's oh, what. Oh, it- God. Can you guys, <laughs> I, I, you know, thank you for reminding me. I, I got to say, these comments that I hear, like, I'm, I'm turning in one way only, I'm turning into Anna. Every time I hear these comments about Jenks' biceps, Jenks' shoulders, Jenks' facial physique, like all of this, I just I throw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> See, I don't know where it came from. It, it's like you groomed people throughout the years into thinking that you actually like, you know, curl. <laughs>
0: Okay, so first of all, uh, Rick, that's why it's funny, (laughs) okay, second of all, um, you obviously are not paying nearly enough attention uh, (laughs) to the compliments that I get about my body because it's triceps, not biceps, okay? (laughs) That's my specialty, everybody knows that. Uh, But just to make you happy, I will read one for JR, a little macro, (laughs) she says, I'm a 43 year old white guy and I'd show you mad love if I saw you in public, JR. That away, Greg.
1: Mad love right back. I'm a 43 year old guy as well, so I mean, at least in the same age range. That that at least works out. <clears throat> mm, I was yeah. supposed to say how old I just turned, but I did.
0: Um, Sir Wyatt Hill said, "Old school is happiness." Uh, I love that. Uh, it's true for us too. And by the way, the last time I was recognized, I was wearing a Dragon Squad T-shirt, and guy said, uh, "Oh, Dragon Squad. I love Dragon Squad." Then he looked up. And he's like, "Oh, you're a Uh, And then. And uh, so the Dragon Squad t-shirt got recognized first. So if you're wearing it and you get 11% off now, mm. <laughs> use Dragon11. Shoptyt.com, uh, yeah, you might get a lot of love too. All right, back to the kid. Um,
1: yeah, I've got thoughts.
0: Yeah, JR, go.
1: So you told me this kid was sitting in front of you. He wasn't sitting next to you. I'm picturing he's in the middle seat, you're in the aisle or or, or window and yep. you're like leaning over. Yeah. I From what don't. you said later, I thought you said you were peeking through the seats like you're behind him. I thought that's what yeah, you meant. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm behind him and I'm peeking through the seat. I'm aisle He's middle.
1: Who's sitting next to you? Is this family or is this you on a solo flight? No, I'm solo. So there's a stranger next to you Yeah. that sees you, are you in the aisle or window? It doesn't matter, but I'm curious. Isle. So you're in the aisle and you're leaning whatever way you need to get to in between these seats to lean and peek through the opening between the two seats in front of you. I'd be more worried about the people next to me going, why is this guy leaning and looking at this child's uh, iPad or whatever he's watching this stuff on? I'm going to keep an eye on him.
0: <laughs> oh Yeah, yeah. No, no, first of all, have you traveled on a plane in the last decade? No, they're embedded on the uh, seat in front of them. Uh-huh. It's not, if yeah, if he's watching on an iPad, then you're totally right. <laughs> it's mega creepy to be like up and down. Like No, you can't do that. I just thought like no.
1: there's a slight opening, say like a crack between no, each
0: seat. Yeah, and then the leaning and not leaning, have you been in coach? Have you seen me? There's no leaning, okay? <laughs> I occupy the whole seat and then some uh, and then so there's, I can't move. I'm the whole six hours if it's a you know cross country trip, I'm like this, right? Mm-hmm. And even so, the person next to me was also heavy set. So we're touching for six goddamn hours, man. <laughs> So it is what it is, Uh, so uh, no, but you could easily see the screen uh, without moving
1: at all. Okay, Uh, so there's that, sorry, one more thought, uh, Rick, I'll let you jump in. So my theory is at least this kid gave up on it potentially, like in most children, but you said he's like 13, 14, so it was getting a little bit dicey here. But he's seen that movie about 27 to 37 times. And he got to that point and he's like, I'm tired of this. I don't want to see this anymore. Or maybe that was his favorite part and he's like, yes, the dog is dead. I like that
0: (laughs) last year. Wow. By the way, I'm not even positive he was a kid. I never got a clean (laughs) look at his (laughs) face.
1: I feel much better about you looking over his shoulder if you weren't sure if he was a kid or not.
0: Yeah. No, I can't. Those things are magnets. I cannot take my eyes off those screens. Once, like, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think about something at work. It's important. I got to finish the thought. But that guy's watching the new Top Gun. He's watching the dog movie. She's watching some thing that you know. I'm like, what is that? What is that? Oh, the woman next to me was watching Bad Moms. Uh, see? So- okay.
1: I'm glad you said that. <clears throat> I download stuff to iPads. I rarely use the screen because you have to pay for it many times. at that. But um, when I download the things I'm gonna watch on a long, say, six-hour, four or five, six-hour flight, I make sure I I preemptively make a, a, a concession for people like you, Yuger. I was like, somebody's going to be looking over my shoulder. I'm mm-hmm. going to make sure this is something that I don't have to uh, worry that someone's going, <laughs> this guy's watching Dance Moms or whatever the hell that lady was watching. Uh, I watched like Last Chance You Basketball, something that's so straightforward. It's amazing. Uh, so straightforward that if somebody's peeking over, they're like, oh, this is good. But there's no judgment. I'm worried about people judging what I'm watching. Why do you care? That's compare? so funny. Why that's do so you fun? care? I just Why? do. I don't know. I can't help it. Because I watch I some a, ridiculous things
2: sometimes. No, no. Wait, I think wait, wait, a lot wait, hang on, hang on. What do you what are
1: you watching? Oh, well, by the way, I think I've said this before, I'm not necessarily on old school, but another probably in a, a bonus episode. Um, you guys know that it started in like it's a British show, then it became American and Australian the Love Island. Oh. and it's uh pretty uh it's it's the most garbage style TV you can probably watch. Maybe it maybe gets worse, but it's the most <laughs> garbage level of TV that I watch. And uh it's just it's it's exactly what guilty the pleasure, mansion.
2: right?
1: It's a bunch of singles on an island trying to find love. No, they're not. They're trying to get on TV. And then once they're on TV, they do ridiculous things so they can stay on TV. And then the producers throw even more ridiculous things at these young singles trying to stay on TV and get famous and embarrass the hell out of them. <laughs> and I love that part. Uh, uncomfortable moments are highly highly underrated. They're wonderful, and I like watching that embarrassment.
0: Yeah. Um, so there is something worse, we covered it on the show recently, MILF Manor. Uh, and that's I where they that. got, yeah, they got the bunch of moms and then a bunch of hot young guys and the big reveal was the guys are their son. <laughs>
1: no, was it really, I was really yeah. close to cursing. Are you where, yeah. this, I heard of this show, but yeah. I, how did they, no,
0: how are you gonna no, spoil no. it? No, I'm telling you, it's hilarious because the Republicans are like, "Oh, everybody's a Grouper." And on TV, there's a show where they pair up like the mops and the and the and the sons. And I guarantee you, 89% of the people watching are Republican. And is they're this like, "This is oh, a good one." Is yes, this say, Lars
2: Manner. Well, we got Milton Lars Pippin. what and, network is it on? I don't know. They're all trash. Holy now. crap!
1: Yeah, I've I heard of it. I don't know what network it's on. Is it
2: TLC? I don't. TLC does a lot. I'm of it. looking. I'm Isn't it weird? Fubo, I've never heard of this stuff. Fubo, on channel. Oh, no. T- TLC. TLC. Yeah.
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Fubo is a platform. So. Which I yeah they they boomer. Um, Isn't it? Yeah. I, what I find interesting is you know you have TLC the channel and then you have TLC you know the hip hop group and I gotta say the hip hop group is getting crapped on by having these terrible shows. Like the 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 uh, uh, young uh, girl with the go-go juice. What's her name? Hmm. Um, Come on, someone help me. Asher. Someone someone knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honey Boo Boo. Honey Boo Boo. -boo, Yeah, that's a long time ago. The the coupon uh, hoarder show. Mm -hmm. um, Those are two different shows. And then the Honey Boo Boo show. I mean, like, if you were to Google TLC, like, you know. RIP, but like left eyes down the list, and I uh, and I feel I feel bad because TLC the band far trumps TLC the channel. But see, I feel worse about TLC
1: the channel. TLC stands yeah, for yeah, of course, of course. Learning. But I'm saying the
2: the worstness has brought it to like being in chronological order above yeah. the group they
1: They kind of like they kind of destroyed their own name. It's called the Learning Channel, bro. And he also shows garbage. And that's arts and entertainment, bro. The garbage that's on these channels is nowhere near what the original uh, uh, I guess uh, goals were of the folks who created these channels. I bet TLC' be super boring. Back in I don't know 94. That's a
2: good. That's a good question. You know they have the learning channel. They have arts and entertainment, and then they have something like Fox News, and it's not even news. So <laughs> they're actually they're actually following the trend if you think about it. Um, yeah. Sorry, I keep watching the Kings, they're in overtime right now. This is the most fascinating NDA team this year. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm going back, I'm listening, I'm a good multitasker. They're about to win again. This is utterly, sh- I'm just, you know what, screw it. Uh, this is shocking, okay? They have one of the worst owners in sports. <laughs> they have a guy named Vivek Ranadive who at one point said to his team of management, you know what we should do? We should play four guys on defense and one guy on offense score 170 points, guy is an idiot. And yet somehow after they traded Tyrese Halliburton to the Mm -hmm. Indiana Pacers, they are still winning by getting DeMontis Sabonis who Cenk would know is the son of, Arvidas Sabonis, very good. So look, this team is so fascinating to me, a basement team a team that Shaq bought into as a minority owner and then was like what am i doing? And now they're going to be in the playoffs as like a top 5 seed. DeAaron Fox is playing the best basketball of his yep. life. The team is totally rejuvenated. Malik Monk is coming off the terrible year with the Lakers, playing exceptionally well with the Kings. This is my NBA League Pass team this year. This is it. I I watch it cuz like number 1 we're on the West Coast, so it's very easy like when all the, you know, East Coast Central Time Zone Games are over, and we're just finishing dinner, and I'll put on the second half of a game. It's always the Kings. It's always the Kings, yeah. or it's always the Nuggets. Those are my two league pass teams, and they just won again. It's like shocking to me. <laughs> Shock. Like, <laughs> when- Lottie Divac could not do anything as an executive with this team. It's suddenly, you know, they trade for Sabonis. They finished the year very poorly, and now this year they're a top five seed. It's yeah. amazing. When they traded for Halliburton, did he get a
0: no-bid contract? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm here all week. Okay, so uh, it's funny you say that because my son doesn't watch much basketball. He's into football, um, but he's trying to get into basketball because he now plays more basketball at school. Mm. And, And he says to me the other day, he's like, Baba, did you see the Kings? in like third place. He's like, I don't know anything about basketball, but doesn't Sacramento suck? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, you do know something about basketball. Yeah, you're right. Historically, Sacramento sucks and that is quite
2: surprising. If we if we can let's just stick with sports. Have have you guys? And I know that there's a few examples here. Have you ever seen somebody or some team or just like some people affiliated with an organization talk so much before a game, and then lose like the Bengals did? (laughs) Like like this is. I thought we were gonna get to this. Oh, why why wait? You know, I had I had to put up with dogs dying stories for like (laughs) the first 20 minutes. Look, I Eli Apple, all right. He's certainly not a Honeycrisp.
1: He mm-hmm. is
2: one of he is one of the worst apples in the grocery store. Mm. So incredibly overrated. Not that he was ever rated, but he taught like, it's weird how some guys like talk themselves into relevancy. For example, if Patrick Beverly was a mute, he would not be on an NBA roster right now. I'm very convinced he does not score. He does not rebound except for that one play in crunch time against the Celtics when he had a a tip back dunk. How I view Eli Apple is mediocrity yet talked his way into probably getting another contract even though this is his fourth team in like 6 years 7 years already the the mayor the cincinnati mm-hmm. mayor calling arrowhead burrowhead here's something you don't do okay and and I'm not I'm not going to pull the I know he was you know it was tongue in cheek, but like I'm not gonna say like, oh shut up in politics I don't really care. I thought it was a fun storyline. However, what I will say is, do you really wanna like give them anything to talk about? Like focus focus on Eli Apple being terrible in coverage in the Super Bowl when he got his ass handed to him by Cooper Cup. Like focus on stuff like that. Don't give them anything else by calling it Burrowhead. It's like, oh gosh, even if he's latching onto it, just shut up. And then also Eli Apple's mom was so embarrassed. The ultimate smack talker, social media, pure media and cameras. After that game, did you see what she did? No. Have any idea? No. She nuked her Twitter account. <clears throat> oh, wow. Nuked, it's gone. Kind of have to. Oh.
0: God. Okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna weigh in on all that. First, oh. uh, there's a lot of agreements and disagreements here. Uh, Eli Apple, uh, is he overrated? Absolutely, biggest agreement of all the things that you said, Eli Apple sucks. I love it when <laughs> teams I bet on play against them. Uh, and he has the worst trash talk to deliver ratio in sports history. Uh, and so because some people talk trash, Jordan talk trash. And it's okay if you back it up. If you don't back it up, that's ah, oh, It's more than okay. That's what makes you a legend. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so, um, in terms of the Bengals overall talking trash, nah. Um, they, I don't, th- I don't think I didn't get that
2: sense. The mayor. Yeah. I didn't, wait, I didn't think I said that.
1: Like players. Oh, you You're didn't say like, that. Okay. I thought you were saying um, the players were doing it.
2: No. Yeah, that's what you mentioned thought. players. I said Eli Apple and the and the mayor.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So the mayor, Jair and I were talking about this right before we got on air. Um, I don't mind that at all because the mayor's just trying to get shine. Right. right of so yeah, he's just trying to get name recognition and it was well played. He got a lot of recognition. And when Travis Kelsey uh you know called him out after the game, uh-huh. that even got him more name recognition. That guy's gonna run for senator soon. <laughs> uh so no 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 harm there. Okay. It is what it is. Except I, for and, the team. Uh, well, game recognition yeah. game. It's okay. God bless.
2: Yeah, like uh, real, real quick, Yuger. But like, here's the thing: it's a win-win for him because first off, America didn't know who the hell he was prior to that, and then also that video, I believe, where like it's it's such a political video where it like slowly goes to him in the chamber and it starts super like yeah, I believe that video is over a million views. I agree with Yuger that now he's probably going to run for a higher position. On top of that, if they did win. Already we know who he is. It's a win for him. If the Bengals did win, he would have been like catapulted into whatever the opposite of today is. <laughs> he yeah. like he he would be talked about, like, oh man, this this guy's got the juice. Mm-hmm. This guy's yeah, got the now, luck on his side. Yeah, win or lose is a genius
0: strategy. I agree. Uh, so um now the part I most disagree with, though, and I think that maybe Ben convinced me of this. So this, you know, you
2: could attack it on two fronts. Right. So Ben, uh, the the ultimate betting loser. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so this isn't about betting. It's about that trash talk. Does it get the other side motivated? Um, mm-hmm. I don't think so, man. I mean, if you need that, yeah, I'm it, I'm sure it helps around the edges. I'm sure some people get juiced up by it and some people don't. And obviously it bothered Kelsey, and Kelsey was pumped up about it. But on the other hand, if you're Patrick Mahomes or you're Travis Kelsey or you're an NFL player, you already should be so pumped up to win a championship game that some stupid trash talk from a either even a player, let alone the mayor, who cares. I want to win that game so bad that they they can't add anything to it. I'm already at 100%. You see what
1: I'm saying? I understand what you're saying, but I've I've I know people uh, that literally like find something to give them that extra energy. Uh, I had a friend who would st- like this is pickup basketball, bro. Nobody's keeping score, nobody's getting rings, nobody's getting paid. No lie, this guy was one of my best friends. This dude would find something to fight with whoever he's playing against about so he can get mad. And I was like, what are you doing, bro? He's like, I, I gotta get mad, I gotta get mad, F that guy, <laughs> he just wants to. So anything helps some guys. As mm-hmm. insignificant as those games were, he needed it. So if it's a big scale, sure, you have plenty to play for, but why not a little bit more? And as you saw, look, Mahomes even responded at one point during that press conference. Maybe he was asked, I'm sure it wasn't like a constant, You know, I'm gonna bring up this mayor. Kelsey was probably asked, uh, uh, you know, uh, Mahomes was probably asked. He was definitely asked. And that's so he's like, the mayor came for man. We just need some motivation. They asked everybody they could, which I guess gives some credence to y'all's argument about that mayor uh, having a, a win here on that declaration, because all the media was asking about it. Because we know once we get to championship season, once we get to the Super Bowl, that's when extra fans come in that don't watch. Maybe regular season or beginning of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. A lot of people watch Super Bowl that don't watch a, a lick of football, and they hear about these side. Uh, conversations and side confrontations and then the commercials and then this guy and then the harrowing story of how he was 12 years old and almost died of a stomach issue. And then he came back and then he, all those stories people love, that's why they do all that extra stuff. And this was just another uh, leg in that except the team suffered. I think that was a big deal. I I went to uh, SoFi with my kid on Saturday for a a tour of the stadium and there was two uh, Kansas City fans with us in our, our tour group. And they talked about that so much. What, the mayor? Yeah, people that that was the thing. They were like, this guy's talking all this all the time. And then the tour guide knew it too. He's like, yeah, I can't believe you do such a thing. All that was just part of conversation, random folks. So you know the team heard it, it
2: was everywhere. Which also goes into the mayor one. Um, that regular folks are talking about it. A tour guide at a football stadium where the team is eliminated from the playoffs. So it's the Mm -hmm. off season, they're talking about it, huge win. Um, What I will say is, understood. What I will say is, I texted um, a buddy of mine who played in the NFL for a while. Could be asleep because he lives on the east coast, so that's 1045. But I asked him, did you guys ever get motivated when another uh, team Smack talked you through the media. If he responds, I'll let you know. Um, what I will say is, over the pandemic, what saved many sports fans was what the Last Dance. Mm, what right. was the one thing we consider Michael Jordan, if not the greatest, the co-greatest, or if not one of the most accomplished, best athletes we've ever seen across sports? What was the theme? of that entire documentary jank well i took that personally oh yeah <laughs> all, yeah, that's all, the, all that it takes for for the literal goat all it took was somebody saying the wrong thing one time and he kept it in his head put it in his back pocket even if they didn't mean it and then yeah. balled on him. no well that also goes to show another yeah go ahead that, that shows another facet of it which i could touch on in a second no i'm happy to say uh i've
0: changed my mind again and ben is wrong <laughs> we're back to Ben is wrong, okay? And, and it's partly what you guys were saying. And, and then partly <laughs> I thought, you know what I'm doing? I'm projecting uh, because if I'm Mahomes, for example, I wanna win that game so bad, nothing on planet Earth is gonna affect me either way. Because Yeah, and, but not everybody's like me. And even Jordan needed motivation, you're right. And so, so yeah, just giving them that extra juice, is not helpful. I mean, it's probably around the edges, but it's not helpful. Um, and so, look, that's going to go to uh, perception. There's one thing I want to talk about, and you know, we don't really talk about sports here except to talk about it in regards to everyday life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, although we could do whatever the hell we want. Uh, but, but to me, there was a really interesting story about perception in that game too, because uh, for the non-football fans, I'll try to explain it real quick. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback in the league, Hall uh, Famer already. Yeah, one of the probably one of the best quarterbacks of all time. He's only been in the league five years, um, etc. Right, but he has lost the last three times to another great young quarterback, Joe Burrow from the Bengals, and uh, and the Bengals won last time uh, in this same championship game, and 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 the, and Mahomes lost in a way that was shocking. Like he blew a big lead, which never happens, right? And so what everybody was saying is if Burrow wins again, he owns Mahomes. No matter how good Patrick Mahomes is, no matter, even if he's the best quarterback in the league easily, no, Burrow owns him Mm -hmm. because that's four in a row, right? And two championship games, two Super Bowls, he costs Mahomes. On the other hand, what happened instead was, and by the way, that was a 50-50 game, it could have gone either way and that's relevant to this conversation, right? Instead Mahomes wins and he wins by even though he was injured, even though his receivers were injured and he ran for the first down on the critical play when he had a high ankle sprain. Now it flips to from Burrow owning Mahomes, to Mahomes is the biggest legend in NFL history and, and maybe the greatest player. And based on a game that was definitely 50-50, right? But people's perception was gonna get cemented in either direction Mm -hmm. and you were never going to be able to talk them out of it. Mm
2: -hmm. So there were a lot of weird variables in this game. Um, One of them was the Bengals offensive line was at Luca by the way is bordering on 50 points right now yet again, Um, like one of the things that was Huge was the Bengals' offensive line was obliterated with injuries, which has not only been a theme, but, you know, hand in hand, the Bengals not drafting quality offensive linemen has been the story of Joe Burrow's career. So considering that he's you could say overperform given the circumstances. Marquez Valdez Scantling was one of the best players for the Chiefs in that game. The pivotal first down when he extended. Referees were shoddy, but whatever. I could see how a lot of people, if they were watching that game, were conspir- would go down the conspiratorial pipeline because the Chiefs got what seemed like a fresh set of downs. Even <laughs> though the correct call was made, if we're being objective here, yes, it came late. That's because a referee, probably in his 60s, who like only does treadmill twice a week had to run what appeared to be 30 yards to get the call in to everybody on the field. Given those factors, it was the right call. On top of this, that was a legendary performance. Like, if you consider the Willis Reeds, the Isaiah Thomas's when he tore his Achilles against the Lakers, finished the game, uh, and, uh, uh in the Pierce NBA is. finals that was like 87 I want to say Paul Pierce crapping his pants <laughs> not that big of a deal to me <laughs> like
0: uh, he admitted but to Latt, Michael Jordan's flu game he
2: admitted who was to, yeah,
0: the Kurt Schilling game, the greatest pitcher of
1: all time Kurt Schilling with blood on his socks greatest coming through like a hero
0: Oh my God, Kurt Schilling, Jesse my Jesse uh, Waters
2: over here. Yeah, Kurt Schilling, who are you? Who uh, fights with me on Twitter every other week? <laughs> love it, love it. You have a lot of material to work with. Um, but yeah, I mean, Byron Leftwich in college when he was at Marshall playing off a of one foot. Like, let's be very clear, high ankle sprains are really bad, especially for quarterbacks who have to be mobile. Not all the time. Brady's not mobile. He just does two to three step drops, Mahomes is, some of the best plays he makes are outside of the pocket. It was awesome, let's be clear, it was fantastic. Um, so I'm looking forward to it, I think it's a total toss up, I take Kansas City off experience, Eagles could easily win though, I don't know. Yeah, but you,
0: look, we're out of time, we're only at 30 seconds left, but um, well, I guess part of my point is everybody I mean, this is ironic coming from me, but needs to be a little bit less definitive in their judgments, right? So because for sure, if if Burrow had won that game, which he easily could have, mm-hmm. they would have said that Burrow owns Mahomes for the rest of time. Yep. When it isn't true. The guy was Not injured, true. right? Et cetera, et cetera.
1: And which also Burrow and the Bengals are gonna win at some point in his career. Oh, absolutely.
0: Oh yeah. That Bengals team is awesome. Um, so they're killers. That fourth and six or seven play where they threw the bomb to Jamar Chase, that's what killers do. Uh they're <laughs> gonna be fantastic. Is that the picks? No, no. Uh they, it was like fourth and six, and they threw uh to Jamar Chase when he oh, was double covered. Yeah, 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 And uh and he and he got it like near the goal line. Um, anyways, all right, we gotta take a break. Uh for the uh, members, if you're not a member, we're gonna do a whole other episode including cursing. Uh, sorry, we're gonna uh, get to the best bet of all time. Uh, and, but if you're not a member tyt.com join, that's the best way to join. If you're on YouTube, you can hit the join button below the video, but everybody else tyt.com join and we'll come back in a minute for those members. We'll talk about the best bet and all the other things that we got. for Back on old school Jank Uger, Rick Strom from TYT Sports, Jr. from Watchlist. Why? Hey, Watchlist is moving. Uh, it's gonna uh, next week. It's gonna 5 uh, p.m. Eastern. So make sure you check that out. It's gonna be right <laughs> before the Young Turks. Um, and I forgot to say, but somebody bought a, uh, bought a Dragon Squad T-shirt while we were talking. So that's awesome. Mm, uh, hold you can on. likewise shop tyt.com. They
1: take 11% off if you do the code Dragon11. Okay. Alright, as you can see, TY Shop Tyt is the official sponsor of Tyt Old School, as you can see there. Uh, lots of money exchanging hands between Tyt oh. Shop and the Old School.
0: Oh my God, the amount of money Old School gets paid from Shop Tyt. <laughs> I mean, I can count it on a couple of fingers. Um, okay, so um, let's do the bet. Let's just uh, j- jump in. We were already talking about sports anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Um, my uh, friends know that I'm an inveterate gambler right they're they're not unaware of that fact uh, and that I have trouble resisting gambling trouble resisting having definitive and certain thoughts about games and then betting in that direction okay um, and uh, and the more certain I am the more likely I am to bet and uh, and the larger the number I'm likely to bet. Okay, Uh, and so here, this gives you an example. I I bet quite a number on that Chiefs-Bengals game. Uh, I did happen to pick the Chiefs, but let's be honest, as we said earlier, it was a 50-50 game, (laughs) so I easily could have lost. So there goes your certainty, right? (laughs) Um, It was certainty. Yeah, so, After the game, uh, we were talking about what the line was going to be for the Super Bowl, who's going to be favored by how much. Aren't the Eagles favored? um, What's that? Aren't the Eagles favored? I thought that was the opening line. Yeah, no, actually the opening line was really interesting. Uh, I'll do this in 12 seconds because I know others are not sports (laughs) betters. But um, it started at minus uh, two for the Chiefs and moved to uh minus two and a half for the Eagles. Wow. And it moved. So for those of you unfamiliar with sports betting, the line is how much they're likely to win by, according to the people who set the odds. And then as people bet, those odds move. And it moved four and a half points in four and a half minutes, <laughs> which <laughs> is incredible. very literally unprecedented. Yes. Okay. And so that was fascinating that the the crowd said no the guys, the professionals setting the line are wrong. The Chiefs should not be favored, the Eagles should be favored. And now it's at exactly what, it wasn't just me, by the way. Me and Mark Thompson both correctly predicted that the line would be minus two for the Eagles, meaning the Eagles favored by two, okay, and that is Mm -hmm. where it is today. Um, So I would take the Chiefs except for the fact that I made the greatest bet of all time. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now you're thinking, oh, jank, here you go again. You just said not to be certain, right? Yeah. Um, but it's not the greatest bet because it is the most likely to win or that it's going to win the most amount of money or anything along those lines. It's the greatest bet because of the counterparty involved. A friend of ours, Charlie, as we were talking about what the spread would be in the game, said, Jank, I'll bet you $100 that you can't stop yourself from betting on this game. Now all you have to do is take the bet and then not bet on the game and you'll have $100 it is 100% in your control. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I was like, oh, that is a killer bet. I don't think I should take that bet at all. No, You are (laughs)
2: pathetic. Okay. You are a pathetic human being. (laughs) That is the easy, Jay. Okay, you know what I did? Come get your boy. This
0: is pathetic, It's perfect. this is pathetic. So I thought about it for a while, but you have to act quick because it's not fair to Charlie if I wait on that bet. Right. Because part of the point of that bet is, are you going to be certain later? If you get to a point where you're certain later, it defeats the point of the bet, right? You got to make the bet right away, right? So I'm trying to be fair to Charlie and I want to go as quickly as I can. And I thought about it for a couple of minutes and I was like, all right, I'm going to take the bet, but I got it at 50 50. Okay. And, and so um, my wife partly overhears this, and then I tell her the story, and she goes, Oh, Charlie doesn't know you at all. If he knew you, he'd have made it $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> so you're out. Um, yeah. So. I have bet $100 that I will not bet on this game. Um, On the Super Bowl.
1: And then the the spread moves, four and a half points in four minutes, and you're like. Right.
0: (laughs) No, no, yesterday I was totally fine because Mahomes is a little bit hurt. The Eagles are a great team. I don't know what's gonna happen. If I don't know what's gonna happen, then great, I'll take the $100, right? Um, And by the way, I know what's gonna happen as in, obviously, I think I know. What's going to happen, right? Um, if I don't think I know what's going to happen in a game, I don't bet it because I don't find it interesting. Like then you're betting randomly. What's no, the fun in that? That's, you know, that's, ever thought about
1: I feel that. that's a little, uh, it's, I mean, I, I have a lot of degenerate gambler friends from college and uh, what motivates them is when they think they know, but they're not completely sure. That's where the excitement comes in. Like I'm pretty sure I have seven, eight, nine things reasons why I believe this will be the reason, but I. I mean, Who knows? If they're sure of it, it's kind of like boring, right? Mm -hmm.
0: No, no. But I mean, when I say I'm sure of it, of course, I mean, at best, it's 50 50. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm not unaware, right? (laughs) That that, that me being sure of it is not actually being sure of it. Um, Mm -hmm. But I will say, you know, we used to kid around about uh, my bad record, but uh, last three years, I've won good money. So it is actually possible, it does happen. Uh, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on it, <laughs> but it, but uh, but part of that is because I've shown more restraint, and that's why I love the bet that Charlie offered, because it allows me to test whether I can have adequate restraint. And it's not, as Rick pointed out, it's not any old game, it's the Super Bowl. Super but the Bowl, problem yeah. was today, I went from uncertain to certain, and I was like, no. no! I wrote Charlie and the other guys at text saying, oh boy, I'm now a significant underdog in a bet that I could actually just control on my own. I'm still the underdog.
1: So uh, allow me to be the uh, uh, the bad influence on your, I guess, right shoulder. I'm wearing red already. Um, so as things uh, become more and more sure, what you have to realize is maybe, okay, let's throw out a number. Say you're gonna put 500 bucks down and you're sure because Jenk, you're sure. You might as well take the 500 bucks and give away the 100 because you're gonna win, bro. So you can lose the $100 bet because as your wife said, he doesn't know you
2: very well. You guys can't see it, but Jake is nodding a lot.
1: He stacked it a little bit too low. And so once you're so sure you're like, well, I can put up more money than that, make my money back that I'm losing in the $100
0: bet. So JR, you're exactly right. Okay, in fact, but go higher. And the reason why guys is I'm up a good amount this year, and this is the last game of the this year. This is dangerous,
2: brother. This is where, <laughs> this this so is where you know it's sort of like those guys who make a video like I lost it all. Gonna <laughs> <Like, laughs> be one of those reaction videos to him having the betting slip and proving it. Okay, so um, I'm I'm gonna tell you guys one more detail that
0: Charlie already knew before he offered the bet which makes the bet even a little bit more amazing on on Charlie's part. I already have a bet for the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl that I made in the beginning of the season. Mm -hmm. And and if if they win, I'm going to win a thousand bucks. So I don't need to bet the game at all. I already have a thousand dollars on it based on a bet I made in the beginning, right? And so Charlie knows that and he's like, Nope, you still won't be able to resist. <laughs> okay, and JR, given that I might win the thousand for the Chiefs, given that I'm up significantly, and I and I play with house money. What, mm-hmm. what I mean by that is, if I'm down, I'm careful because then that's my money. But if I'm up for the year, I'm playing with house money. Then I get more aggressive. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when yeah. you do the math on if I'm certain, right, and it's going to go in a certain direction, I think, and I'm up, I could up the number. Right, so then 100 bucks if I'm making a $200 bet is there's no way. That doesn't make any sense, right? And what am I gonna do, win $200? And it's if I'm great, it's 55% chance I'm right, which we know that's not likely, right? (laughs) So that's crazy if you're gonna make a $200 bet. But if you're gonna make a $1,000 bet, well, that's just a tax. 100 bucks is just a tax you're paying,
2: right? I would just like to announce to the group, The national problem gambling (laughs) hotline could be reached at 1-800-522-4700. They are available 24 seven, it is 100% confidential. I'll say it for you one more time, I have it right here, 1-800-522-4700. Okay,
0: so now what's another layer of how awesome this bet is, Is now we're all hooked. No one knows if I'm going to win or lose the bet. I don't even know if I'm going to win or lose the bet. (laughs) Right. Now, every day, it's an extra little mystery. Is am I going to, you know, am I going to surrender or am I not going to surrender? In fact, the very first thing that happened,
2: surrendering, come on, come on.
0: The the very first thing that happened was Pro comes up to me and goes, Well, Baba, can we bet on it? Because sometimes we'll put (laughs) a buck on a game. Right. And, uh, so already this is a disaster. That's that's up. Up, right? And I was like, no, I, actually, I don't think we can, because that's kind of gets the urge to bet out of your system, even if it's against your twelve-year-old son. So no, we we can't do that. Um, and so this, by the way, this is when you guys are supposed to ask me. Wait, Cenk, you said you're certain. So who's gonna win?
1: I, I'm. <laughs> I was That's losing my no fire thing. on that one because I was gonna try and predict, but I haven't been able to figure it out yet. Because mm-hmm. this is based off after hearing about your uh, beginning of the season Chiefs bet. Now this is a different problem. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No. I, I. I. Let's put it this way: the line is wrong. Uh, the Chiefs should not be underdogs. The, I agree. Mahomes, Mahomes is is maybe the best quarterback ever. He just won a game when he could barely walk. Uh, against one of the best teams in the nfl the eagles haven't been there before
2: no the chiefs should be the favorites well i also you know i'm gonna get into something in a second but i also think what we do every year and what we also do in sports is go off of the competition that those teams face to get to where they are the giants did anyone have faith in the Giants beating the Eagles? No one. The Giants I mean like, and by the way, this Daniel Jones story for this off season is blowing me away. Like I don't think you have to pay Daniel Jones, I think you keep Brian Dayball. I think Brian Dayball made Daniel Jones where Daniel Jones is today, but that's another story. Um, And then they face like Christian McCaffrey, a quarterback against the Niners. I pick the Niners, not even because of Purdy. I just think the Eagles are good, but not that good. I also like Kyle Shanahan. Um, if the with the Eagles going up against the Chiefs, you set that barometer off of what they have gone up against. We haven't seen the Eagles play like a formidable foe. In like the playoffs, yeah, they've yeah they yeah, they've, they've had a phenomenal season. Don't get me wrong. But they had a cakewalk to the Super Bowl. They had it old the way the Super Bowl. Yeah. No, Ricky, you got to stop
0: talking because I'm <laughs> I'm seconds away from losing the bet. <laughs> the more, <laughs> more we talk, the more I'm positive that the Chiefs should not be underdogs. <clears throat> they
2: shouldn't right? be underdogs. Yeah. Come on, you're, you're talking. We, we before we went into members only, it was all about how Patrick Mahomes is great. That's all that we were talking about because he is great. I also think Jalen Hurts is very good, mm-hmm. um, but like them being underdogs is weird. However, this line is gonna swing left and right. Like it's gonna it's well, gonna, gonna change yeah, so many times. We're
1: gonna hear now, injury reports. Mahomes has two weeks to get that ankle straight. Uh, right, we got don't know the
2: status of Mecole Hardman as well. Travis they said Kelsey it's not was questionable before the AFC
1: championship game, bro. So yeah. I mean, he's gonna be, he'll be fine by Super Bowl. Yeah, he'll be but fine. Like, Things like that. Who knows what happens during the time frame? Yo, it's that's what's gonna switch things, and that's gonna make Jake lose his hundred dollar bet. Let's
2: keep. All going. right, very quickly, and then I'll get back to the Super Bowl. The most degenerate thing I ever saw from a gambler was actually from Ben Mankiewicz, and mm-hmm. the story goes as follows: We were with Current, and he comes in. You know, he's got his hair and his glasses. <laughs> he's like he's got the hair. He's doing the things with his hands, right? And I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. so did you win last night? He's like, <laughs> no. And I, and I go, Well. see, you bet again, right? And he's like, Oh yeah. 100%. Like, like, it's the summer, if that gives you any idea. I'm like, what'd you bet on? <laughs> mm-hmm. I fucking kid you down. He goes, Little league baseball.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, look, I believe it. I believe he might have been joking,
2: but I believe no, 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 no no, no, no no, 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 no. He was not joking. Not one iota of him was joking. He had to make this money back. It was the Little League World Series. So, you know, he did that. What I will say, if you are not, if anybody watching this is not as big of a degenerate as Jank, what you can do is go over the prop bets, which are fun. And I'll read a few of those to you right now. A prop bet is basically something that happens inside of the game and it's not just the final score line. The uh, anthem length over under is 121.5 seconds. Halftime show props over under nine and a half songs. Color of the Gatorade bath when the, the team wins, they throw the Gatorade on the winning coach. Here are the odds, these are insane to me, orange plus 205, blue plus 395, clear slash water plus 400. So you get two picks there by the way. Yellow slash green plus 410, purple plus 1000.
0: So plus 1000 for the non gamblers is if you bet 10 you win 100 plus means you're winning money. Right, mm-hmm. uh, and so um, well, it's not a great way to describe it, but you get it. So purple is unlikely because it's plus a Very thousand. Very
2: unlikely.
1: Yes. Yeah. Which yes. means uh, the people who mix this Gatorade or who pour it into the uh, the coolers, they might have um, knowledge of these numbers for the Gatorade, and they're like I get to look, decide people's fates.
0: Yeah. Seriously, I always think that whenever I look at the prop bets, I always think. These can easily be influenced by someone that's. Oh, without question,
2: without question.
0: And if I was those guys, what I would do is I would make a modest size bet. (laughs) If you make a bet that's too large, you're gonna get caught, brother.
2: You would ruin your career. You
0: that put the purple Gatorade in, okay? You'd ruin your career. But if you make a reasonable size bet and you know and you win it, that's found money. A reasonable
2: sized bet, which, but look, let's be clear about this. Calvin Ridley of the Atlanta Falcons made a small bet on, I believe, a different sport than football through like FanDuel or DraftKings. Got suspended for the season. This past season, he sat out because they are so strict with gambling. So, yes, I understand what Jenk is saying. It's fun to play the what ifs. Will it happen? No, no, hold on. No, 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 no. I'm not saying the players, the players betting on it would be crazy. Oh, they're rich. That
0: would be a terrible gamble. No, I'm talking about the Gatorade dude on the sideline. Yeah. yeah, Right? There's a lot of bets that if you're a rando that's
2: somehow associated with the game, you could influence. Do you think Congress would investigate if it was like, yeah, you know, Joe Williams? Influenced, <laughs> influenced oh, the Gatorade path, and it was purple.
0: <laughs> First of all, instantly stop the steal.
2: Okay. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: And and second of all, if they could connect it to Dark Brandon somehow, they're in. Or Hunter Biden, they're like, who would pick purple Gatorade <laughs> other than a crack guy? Da-da-da-da-da. And it and, is, and, you know. Why was he allowed to pick the color of the Gatorade? Because his last name is Biden. <laughs>
1: Which, and you way, have to know true, would the-, the kind of person it is. Like, okay, when I was in college and I was at running track, one of our coaches, she's big on sporting the colors. So you could go, I think the Chiefs are going to win. Therefore, the grade is most likely going to be red. You know, you can go that way if you think the people in charge of it. Like we're drink red Gatorade on this sideline. We're the red team. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. If you figure what's gonna get poured is gonna be the red, then you're kind of betting on the Chiefs. Why would the Eagles have uh red Gatorade? They might have the purple. That's just some off color. Cause I don't think there's a green
0: Gatorade. Do they do they have green lime? They have that. Do they have that? So the Eagles might have that. They see that. But Jared, yeah, now you're thinking. No. And and all of a sudden I'm thinking, wait. If I think the Chiefs are gonna win, I think the red Gatorade. Or the- orange. If I stay on this show five more minutes, Charlie's going to win the bet. (laughs)
2: They actually do, it's green apple. I didn't think they did.
1: No one ever has it in jugs on the side. No, no one ever has I've never seen Gatorade get
2: poured. Totally. Yeah. All right, so I'll tell you
0: two fun prop bets that I made uh, that I still remember. Um, One was Ron Dane under- Ron Dane,
2: University of Wisconsin.
0: Yeah, yeah, Ron Dane won the Giants-Ravens Super Bowl. Uh, under 33 and a half yards. Okay. My Your thesis numbers. for that was Ron Dane is fat and he couldn't, he's not going to get 33 yards the rest of his career, which I think I was right about. Um, and so he he didn't come anywhere near 33 <laughs> yards. You know why? Because he's too fat. Um, so now I say that, of course, largely tongue in cheek because I'm overweight. Idiotic, you're allowed to yeah. say that if you're overweight, but. <laughs> <laughs> but Ron Dave, by the way probably had a six pack and looked 2000 times better than me but he was too slow he was too slow for the NFL so I bet on a guy being too overweight uh, and uh, and won that one and then the other one was one year the Patriots have this running back that they threw to all the time named Shane Vereen okay oh, Shane Vereen yes and as soon as the Patriots made the Super Bowl I told Mark Thompson and other guys Bet on Shane Vereen, sight unseen, <laughs> okay? I don't care what the number is, I'm going over. Whatever the number of yards Shane Vereen is set at, he's gonna beat it. Because all they do is throw to Shane Vereen and and he crushed it. So those are my two like, yay, prop bets. The two, the two that I won out of however many I've
1: made. Is that being positive sure. that
0: I remember the good ones, the ones that I, that I won? Mm-hmm. Usually the other way around.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, cuz you can only people, the the other thing about degenerate gamblers, again, I've got several friends that do it, uh, is the sad stories. They tell their sad stories more than they tell their victories. Why? Like, bro, aren't you supposed to lie?
0: There's a reason why. One, as Ben says, the losses hurt so much more than the victories, feel. right? So the losses sting you so much. Like, so the Chiefs won and I was ecstatic last night and, and then I got past it. If the Bengals had won and I'd lost all that money, I'd still be like brewing and brewing and like the <laughs> like basking yep. in the self hatred,
2: right? <laughs> and you and you gotta tell people about the bad beats, right? Mm-hmm. And then the last Scott Van Pelt the- has an entire segment on it at nighttime sports center called Bad Beats. He'll he'll show the worst ways to lose a bet by far. Like Division Three College Basketball. Like, yeah, it's horrible. Oh, we all
0: have them and they're fun, Jair, that's the other reason why. So mm-hmm. in the NBA Finals one year, I bet on DeKimber Kimber Matumbo getting six points in a game, okay? <laughs> uh, the over under was six <laughs> and he was at five
2: <laughs> uh-huh.
0: with like five seconds to go and got fouled.
2: Oh No way.
0: He goes to the free throw line with like, I think literally two seconds left, okay? Yeah. So if he makes them both, I win. If he misses both, I lose. If he makes one, it's a push, meaning we tie, and I get my money back. And now at this point, all my friends know it. So wherever they are in the country, they're all on the edge of their seat on is Dekimbe gonna make those free throws. The funny, the hilarious part of the story is that I don't even remember. <laughs> but I think he missed them both. You don't remember. He missed both, didn't he?
2: How, how would I know? You didn't even give me a year.
0: Sports guy. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I remember that one time
2: when I probably wasn't even alive yet. When you bet on Dikembe (laughs) Mutombo, two seconds left in the game. I was actually looking up Dikembe Mutombo. His career free throw percentage is way higher than I thought it would be. But like
0: he, he, anyway. he definitely missed them both. That's why it was a bad beat. What am I thinking? Let, you know, let, let me yeah. guess.
1: Let me guess. He was a yeah. 79% shooter. That's way too way
0: way too way too high. Way too high. Way too high. He was high. pretty yeah. good at that stuff. Yeah. So, so he's I, better than you thought, he but was he wasn't even near the Huh? I would guess he was a 69% shooter. 68.
1: Um, hmm. 68. I was gonna say 68. That's higher than you thought. That's about
2: where I oh, thought was yes. low.
0: Yes. Hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I thought he would have been ordering 60. Oh, oh, I have the best bad beat story, but it's not about me. The only gambler worse than me and Ben is my friend Bora in Turkey, okay? <laughs> and he, but he finally nailed it. He got this long shot in some European car race mm-hmm. and the oh, guy yes. has over a lap lead. There's no way he can lose. It is near impossible for him to lose and he's gonna win a ton of money because this guy, this car was a huge long shot. The engine falls out no in way. the last yeah. lap. Not joking. And it wasn't even the last, last lap. It was like the stretch. <laughs> right. And it, like, they nearly got out of the car and pushed it across the line. And he huh? might, I think he did, like, it was an amazing story. I wish I remembered these stories a little bit better, but he might have pushed it across the line and came in third anyway. <laughs> That's how much of a lead he had. Okay. And the engine <laughs> fell out. That's why you do bad beat stories, JR, they're fun. Yep. And you'll never forget them, that makes sense, I feel you. And and uh, one last reason why you do it is because um, if you brag about the games, the bets you won, you're a little unbearable, right? Yeah, I agree. But if you, yeah, but if you say, hey, I had this bad beat, everybody goes, ah, okay, it's gonna be all right, yeah. It's like
1: walking. It's like walking out of the bank, you cash a check and you're like flipping the money around as you walk to your car, (laughs)
2: because
1: somebody might go, that guy just won a bunch of money. I'll I'll give you
2: a primo example is Floyd Mayweather on Twitter. He's unbearable. He never posts his losses, he only posts his wins. Like however you feel about Drake, all right, even he posts his losses. Mayweather's like see I always win. I see perfect ticket, perfect ticket. I don't mm-hmm. put like they'll put like two bets in a parlay or something and it'll win like a $100,000. You're not winning every time, man. Show yeah. us the lo- show us your human, you know. Show us your losses. Yeah. So, um
1: yeah, uh I'm the rare I'm guy. That I'm I'm, a- I'm on Team money may well, <laughs> That's why I'd be the why? most unbearable. I'd be the most unbearable better ever. <laughs> oh, you just keep talking about your wins? That's, That's what, what I'm doing it for.
0: <laughs> <laughs> see, what JR, you might like the way I go then. Uh I I'm the I'm the hybrid. I do both. I brag about the wins and I brag about yeah, the loss. I, I can see it. <laughs> I can see it. But I don't complain about the losses. I kind of I'm like half tongue in cheek, but half serious that I brag about the losses. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait till you get a load of this loss. <laughs>
2: what I what I will say, and this is kind of funny. Um, at a previous job, we did gambling segments. So like it was incentivized for us to talk about it on air, right? And there was one guy that we worked with who was just a pure wild card. Like you didn't really know what you were gonna get that <laughs> night from him. And he was a huge gambler. And so you know we we would do two hours. we'd have a break, and then we'd go for two more hours. And when we were off, a different crew was in, of course. And he would, you know, get back, roll in maybe three, five, seven minutes before it was the start of the show. We had a huge, We had a green room with like huge TVs, and the TVs all had like that one that had like eight different squares for games. Um, And we had League Pass on. He would come in, and you could tell he had a bet on a game because he would just come in, you know, here's the iPad, and he'd he'd be freaking out, right? And then it would go down to sort of like Jake a free throw, and he would be shitting his pants. And he, would be like, need to, need (laughs) to, come on, baby, need to, and it would be like a mediocre free throw shooter and he'd hit the first. We're all just watching because we're incentivized at this point to honestly root against him. Root Root against him. him. Root against him. So all of us internally are looking at each other and then just like, please miss (laughs) (laughs) this dude, it could have been like, I don't know, uh, Anderson Berger at the free throw line needs this free throw to hit the over. It'll blow up, rims out. <laughs> and, and then he just goes, he like throws the iPad up in the air, smacks to the ground, he goes, huh, lost a thousand bucks. All right, let's go do a show. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> right in the studio. But when we get to that game, you know, everybody in the studio is just looking at him like, oh, I wonder where you're going to go with this. And he immediately yeah. just starts dogging Veresh out on the air. Just dogging. You know, the problem is he didn't practice his fucking free throw. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, by the way, if you're. uh. <laughs> not prepared to lose a thousand dollars, do not bet a thousand dollars. No, do Absolutely. not.
1: Dude, I, it's like it's like giving money to a friend.
0: Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't and own it yeah. By the way, don't bet a thousand dollars. Okay, just don't do it. Um, I got news for you. At best, your chances are fifty-fifty. Um, <laughs> and no, they're not. <laughs> and I said at
2: best. <laughs> not even best. <laughs> You're, you're giving people terrible intel here. You are giving you—you know what you're doing. You're selling them hope, and I think that's wrong. You know what you shouldn't do? Gamble. This is coming no. from someone who has covered sports professionally for—I I don't know, mate, a decade Do not bet on sports. It is so—it is so bad for you. So we like yeah, don't is it thrilling
0: you ever bet on
2: sports? sports. No. Is it thrilling? Man. Of course it's thrilling. Of course I didn't it's know that. thrilling. But you like you never sh- bet, Rick. Oh no, I didn't say I've never bet. I said no. I don't. The last time I gambled, I think was the last time I I would only like place a bet on the Super Bowl. That would be my one thing per year. I've, I feel like I feel like the one thing I can't do
0: this year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, by the way, who's the more who's more degenerate then uh, Ben betting on little league baseball or me? Uh, like a friend of mine offering me a bet that I can't stop myself
2: from betting. That is a phenomenal question. All right, uh, JR, what say you? Mm, yeah, this it's, is it's so jank. evenly split. This it's is jank. tough. Jank. Is it though?
1: Jank Biden knows. because this is someone else that's basically testing him because they know how he is. Again, their one uh-huh. mistake was the number was too low. That's the one thing where they missed him. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people that bet. A Little League World Series, because again, I know several of these guys,
2: okay, let me let me just let me just start a hypothetical to you then, because, like I understand where you're going with this. Mm-hmm. What if he bet on like lower level European roller skating? man, like the you know when the in the women leagues when they like beat the shit out of each other, oh, isn't that the, roller skating?
1: Uh, it's called um
2: roller derby. yeah, roller Derby, thank you. Like, what if it was roller Derby? What if it was European roller derby? I think that's better than little league baseball honestly. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Do you really, <laughs> okay, all right, bad example, bad example.
1: Just because of the children factors. But, but guys, down.
2: think about right. this, think
0: about this. The extra layer of Charlie's genius bet is I'm only gonna take the bet if I think I'm gonna win.
2: Yes, Oh, he's, he's already it, won.
0: And I can control it 100% and he still thinks, nope, Cenk is such a degenerate, exactly. he won't be able to help himself. And it's not a small bet, $100 is a lot of money, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yep. He's risking $100 on how degenerate I am. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and therefore he gets to tell one of his stories about how he then talked you into showing just how much of a degenerate gambler that you are. It's it, we,
2: this, but, this could go on. But we didn't play up the children factor enough personally. Like Ben Ben is gambling on like 12 year olds, yeah. there's some, there's something weird about that. There's something very degenerate and weird about that. Plus it's baseball season, it's the summer. So he can still bet on major league baseball. <laughs> or college. But it not became. on that day, he was out of games. I get it.
1: Oh, When you have nothing left, yeah. And yeah, yeah what's, what's left? Yeah.
0: Where's the action? I, I'm, I'm different than Ben in that way. I would never bet on that game. The reason is there's no way in the world you have any idea who's better, right? <laughs> of course. You've never right? <laughs> yeah. So I I the whole point of betting for me is arrogance. Like to be able to say I got it right. If I'm if it's random then why am I doing the bet? Like I never understood the guys who like take the tips from the professional gamblers. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh I got a hot one. Uh it's you know blah blah blah, right? Well, then even if it's true, which it most certainly is not. Because if you got right. a hot uh, idea that can't
2: lose, yep. then you fucking bet it. Okay?
0: <laughs> Put a million bucks out of it, if you can't, <laughs> right? What are you wasting <laughs> any of your time with us schmucks for? Right?
2: I, I, I gotta tell you, <laughs> I listen to sports radio a lot. Those commercials have not changed like in 20 years. They are the same exact thing every time it's like spike, call 187 Vegas football, I got the best lines for you, you get a free minute on the phone call. it's like, okay, well, you know they're just gonna kill you at the end of that phone call, right? Yes.
0: Yeah, and and let's say that that the guy is right,
2: okay? And he, he figured it out
0: and it was a hot pick that he had or whatever. Well, then I don't get any credit for it. Then I don't want that. I don't even care about the money. I I don't like the whole point of betting is to go, aha, I was right, right? If it's aha, Vinny was right, that defeats the point.
1: That's where you begin to lie and say it was me and not Vinny who gave you that. But that's the thing, your motivations are based off of, I mean, it's the most jank you thing ever. Like the point of this (laughs) betting is not for the money. (laughs) The point is for me to talk about how right I was.
0: Bingo. Okay, speaking of competitions, (laughs) we're gonna do one uh, fun one for you guys. I've been promising mystery mystery picture for a couple of weeks. And I think this one's appropriate, especially with uh, JR. Um, Although that won't be a clue at all. Um, Mm -hmm. So, uh, Asher's gonna put up a picture and you guys are gonna guess what is this thing? Okay, and then there's a story off of what it is.
1: You guys play Hurdle too, I mean Wordle.
0: Huh, that thing.
1: <clears throat>
0: what is that thing? The oh, that's thing. kind of a catchy title.
2: What is that thing? I'm gonna go with the hmm. uh, the thing that you put under a a cup so the water doesn't get on a wooden table. Oh, coaster, coaster. Coaster, thank you. Mm-hmm. I hmm. go with coaster. <clears throat> okay. Okay, yeah, mm. this is uh, something you guys do during old school. I've never seen it. No, I, just I uh, invented it just now.
1: Uh, All right, this should be a thing. It appears, yeah, I, I definitely like this. Yeah, this is very uh, interesting. It appears it it, the, yeah, most interesting thing the second
0: got. time we're doing it, right? Asher, sure, remember there was the bathroom pictures, right? So yeah,
2: that's weird.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm trying to decide between two thoughts I have here. But it can't be the first one. So I'm going to go with the second. It's, oh, I can't be deaf. I was going to say it? it's either. Um, it looks like a piece of rolled out dough with a hole cut in the.
2: I thought about circle, that. Right?
1: Or I was thinking pancake mixed batter. So it's still liquid and loose.
2: I don't think it's, but I don't there's think There's no reason anything for that to, to be on a
1: plate.
0: So, mm. okay. All right. Is that your official
1: answer, Jared? So, dough,
0: like pancake mix, it's kind of it similar. could be Play Doh. It's just, I don't Jeez. know if
1: it's food or if it's not food. That's the only thing. But some kind of dough kneaded in a circle. And then there's a hole in the middle, maybe for, I don't know, maybe put on top of your cup and you're dropping a straw in it. I don't yeah, know. yeah.
0: No, I, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give you guys wide berth if you're uh, if you're anywhere near it. Okay. I got yours. And, and Rick, what was your final answer? Coaster. Oh, you said coaster. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. One of you accidentally said it a second ago. Oh, man. It is provolone cheese. <gasps> okay. So Rick said cheese there for a oh, second. Oh, I didn't
1: hear him say cheese.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you were saying dough, I he said cheese. He's a my Yeah. Can we now, see it again? But w- oh, I'm not no. playing it because. Oh, totally. Okay. Now, but the real reason that I'm showing this to you guys is because that came out of a prepackaged container. With that hole in it, <laughs> okay. So that's why JR is perfect for this.
1: JR, do you eat it? Oh, hell no, zero percent chance. <laughs> wow, absolutely not. I it's, knew it's, it, I knew
2: JR would say no. It's
1: in the garbage after I take that picture, just so I can tell, show everybody what I threw away.
2: Wait a minute, <laughs> doesn't the cheese like the how it was drawn back in the day, there's like holes on it. Well, certain kind. What yeah, kind? Of this hat?
0: is not Swiss cheese, it's provolone cheese.
1: So yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and so out of the 12 slices or so, it. I think there was about four, five, six of them somewhere in that ballpark that had a hole in it, just like that one, and the rest didn't. Um, and uh, Jared, just like you, that was the picture I took before I put it away in my belly. No, (laughs) it's a problem. (laughs) Yes. Nobody's throwing away perfectly good cheese, you crazy dog. I've got 12 slices, what do I need that one for? But, But it did make me think, What in
1: the world? Why did they put a hole in these? Jeez, what did how did they put the hole in these? If you wonder, how do you dismiss the wonder and go to eating it? Because my next thought is what you guys shit. You guys look at and take that package of Sargento back to the store and get my $3.99 back. For it, that's how that's how outraged I'd be by looking at that. I was like, you guys have a hole in the middle of four or five slices of this cheese. You guys might want to check the rest of these before you recall this and you get some kind of class action lawsuit. Is the question that I'd be asking See, uh, yeah, Randy up at Ralph's?
0: Ain't nobody going back to Ralph's to try to get the three ninety nine <laughs> Sargento's. Yeah, okay, do you know by how the way mean you nailed it? I think that it is. is? Sargento. It is Sargento, right? It is. It is. <laughs> I knew it, bro. <laughs> Um, so that's the thing, Jr. The other day, my kids, their snackables, had mold on the cheddar cheese or whatever they had, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, Wendy wanted to take it back to Ralph's, and I'm like, just throw it away. Oh, well, is throw, it,
1: yeah, I would throw it away.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're we're gonna go back to Ralph's and have a 20 minute fight over a dollar ninety nine snackable? Come on. Uh, what I will it.
2: say is, I grabbed like a bag of oranges from Trader Joe's. And they were very bad. I got home, saw it, and I was like, "Oh, I'm taking this back." My wife was like, "Are you kidding me?" I'm like, no! It was like a $6.99 bag. Are you kidding me? I'm going back. So I did. There's and, a threshold. And they immediately were like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. Just go grab one. We'll take they this." They take it right away. Bada, bada boom! Yeah, yeah, they they will do it. Ralph's, Vons, oh, they will give you shit for it. They will. They will give you so much shit for. Them. Bonds will or Rouse Both. And they. Right. And you know what? You know what, Shilling for a, for a billionaire. Come on. Give, okay. give me. Give give me the cheese. All right. So <laughs>
0: we're out of time. But I, I'll say this last thing. What's I just realized. Another funny part of that story is that. I wouldn't throw. I wouldn't take the cheese back because it's not worth getting the 3.99 dollars and getting the new Sargento and all that stuff. But I also didn't throw away half of the cheese because I thought, hey, that cost four bucks, I'd thrown away <laughs> two bucks there, I'm not gonna throw that away.
1: <laughs> now where you might catch me is if I open the cheese and it's moldy, I'm not eating it. If I had yeah. the cheese for a week and it's gone corner of the edge mold, I'm still eating because that was my fault. I know where Uh, that cheese has been. I know it's been in my fridge for a week and I know that the edge has it. I just slice the edge off and go with the rest.
0: Yeah, I am with JR, which my wife gives me a lot of crap over. But but that goes to a particular JR gene, which is distrust of others. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like you can live with your own mold, Mm -hmm. but you can't live with other people's mold. Not at all. (laughs)
1: Because right. my brain hasn't stopped trying to figure out where that hole came from and where in the manufacturing plant some <laughs> worm or caterpillar ate through a whole bunch of cheese.
0: No, it was the hole is too clean for it to have been an animal. It was some sort of machine or something that put that hole in it, which doesn't necessarily make it any better. Right. Agreed. Oh, okay. Asher pointed out she's a good producer that someone in the comment section is saying that it, uh, it's from an air bubble,
2: huh.
0: mm, there you Good. go, see boom, Saved mm. two bucks ate all that cheese. Hey <laughs> okay, Jerry, you would have lost the $2 over a simple air bubble. Okay, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> okay by the way, I'm, I'm obsessed over that $2, but I might give away $100 just to make a bet on the Super Bowl. <laughs> At least I recognize I'm crazy. All right. It's good. It's a first step. It's a first step. It's a first step. All right. Much love, guys. Everybody check out TYT Sports. Everybody check out the watch list. Uh, and remember new time next. Yeah, next next week, new time for watch list, Five o'clock Eastern, two o'clock Pacific. All right, guys. Much love. See you next time.